Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Philly Slam. Your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, April the 15th as we continue to grind along through our new normal. We have been trying to do as... Uh, Good a job here to provide a distraction, some entertainment as we can on a day-to-day basis. Thus, this series of Mount Rushmores was born. We've done our Mount Rushmores of catcher, first base, second base, third base, and shortstop. We have rounded out our infield of Mount Rushmores, and now it is time to move on to the outfield as we will start today. The Mount Rushmore of left fielders. And this is um this is a fun one because there's some powerhouses on this list some quick notes and this is something i've been running into as i've been going and obviously this is incredibly important for this completely objective and very meaningful list of mount rushmores we want to get it right that's the key here um some players who you know kind of straddle positions have made it a little tougher um for example today babe ruth played a lot of games in left field but he played slightly more in right field so guess what Babe Ruth will be talked about when we talk about right fielders. There are a few guys like that. So I'm basically just going with where they played the most games at their position. But it's close, and there are some tough ones. Like, we'll talk about Stan Musial today. Musial played a ton of games in left field. The most he played in the outfield, and he played the outfield more than he played first base. But he played first base more than he played left field. So what is a guy to do? What is a guy to do? So we're going to just do our best here and see what we could do and try and have a little fun. Left fielder, um, not quite as um, robust as you would think it is in terms of talking about the greatest of all time at this spot. There are, again, some haymakers, some legit, legit haymakers, some all-time, all-time, all-timers, but also some some tough calls to be made here and also not quite as many haymakers as you would have thought. So we will find all that is to say. We will do our best to arrive at the incredibly important answer that I'm sure all these players and their families and everyone is waiting with bated breath for is, is will I make James Seltzer's Phillies today's Mount Rushmore of my position? It's all they're talking about. I'm not talking about it. Other people are, you know. Um, no, in all seriousness, though, uh, this is just a fun exercise, and um, hopefully we can come to the right conclusion for these positions and uh and get a feel and again obviously i want to go through and kind of touch on all the options and make sure that we don't leave anyone who deserves to be there out 
in the cold is again um obviously everyone really cares so um and again i obviously it goes without saying i hope everyone out there is is staying safe staying healthy has been a tough slog it's unbelievable to think that we are over a month without any sports with sports leagues just ceasing to operate just shut down and um, the nfl draft is next week that'll be exciting just because it is a sport sports event that will be happening and that can happen in the world we live in today but it has been um really hard to believe that that and look how much longer we got because it doesn't look like sports are coming back anytime in the near future and when they do it's going to be very different there will be no fans in the stands i think that seems pretty clear with whatever plan we hear whatever angle they decide to go with that we always end up uh that one way or the other it will be without fans in the stands so obviously our New normal will continue for a while, and then after that, it could stay strange. You know, I mean, think about that. An entire baseball season played without fans um, would be something to bold. You know, I know that I watch a lot of baseball, as you know, if you listen to this show, but that, you know, I've seen a lot of games where there are empty-ish stadiums, you know, whether it's a, a White Sox game in July or whatever. You know, you see a lot of games where there's not many people there, but there's always people you know, there's always someone behind home plate there's always someone in those great seats you know when you're looking in the view from the pitcher into the batter's box there's always someone there there's always someone chasing after a foul ball in the empty seats it'll be weird to see no one literally no one that orioles game played a few years ago was definitely eerie it felt weird and strange so um but again i will as i've said many times i will take any baseball over no baseball even if it is fanless as it were so um but that is obviously down the road for now let's get back to the task at hand, we are talking about the Mount Rushmore of left fielders. Uh, we like to go old to new, at least generally speaking. Let's start with the old. Is, um three names, three Hall of Famers that, that need to be mentioned in this discussion. Um, though, again, in some cases, um, they played other positions slightly more or close to. And, and one of those guys is uh, obviously a baseball legend. The one of these three was not a Hall of Famer for obvious reason, as you will find out. Shoeless Joe Jackson. Uh, now, Shoeless Joe played a lot of right field as well, but um, left field, uh, the predominant position, along with right field, played both positions. So, um, But left field more than right field. So Shoeless Joe is eligible for the left field Mount Rushmore. It would be pretty funny if we put him on the Mount Rushmore and he can't get in the Hall of Fame for obvious reasons. Um, World Series champion 1917, a career 356 hitter. So, um, but obviously someone whose career was cut short, the cheating, all that stuff, um, the 1919 Black Sox scandal, which, um, obviously that is, uh, you know, when most people think of Shoeless Joe Jackson, that's the first thing they think of. Was a great player, don't get me wrong, Shoeless Joe, a, a Hall of Fame caliber player, um, but we'll, uh, we'll not get there, at least the way it's all set up now. So, uh, Shoeless Joe, I think, deserves a mention. Again, he won't be on... The Mount Rushmore likely. We'll see when it all comes around, but um, certainly deserves a mention. Another old school player who was actually even before Shoeless Joe Jackson. How about that Ed Delahanty? Of course, Ed Delahanty, a Philadelphia Phillies Hall of Famer. Um, of course, uh, made the actual Hall of Fame, is on the Phillies Wall of Fame, played for the Philadelphia Quakers in the eight, late 1800s. How about that? The Cleveland Infants in 1890. I didn't even know that was a team. And then the Philadelphia Phillies for a decade after that and finish out with the Washington Centers. Two-time batting champ, two-time home run leader. 
three-time RBI leader, one-time stolen base champ. He once hit four home runs in a game in 1896. A lot tougher to do that in 1896. Was a 346 career hitter for whatever's out. That's where that's. I met Del Antier. Heck of a baseball player. Really was a uh, you know great baseball player. Great Philly of old school, but you know obviously hard to judge guys who played in the late 1800s. Absolutely insane to think about, but um, he is uh, certainly deserving of being mentioned as one of the great left fielders of all time. Uh, again, a different era, different time. Uh, and then one more, a little bit after, more in the 20s and 30s really made a, um, as, uh, how about that Al Simmons, another Philadelphia star from Philadelphia Athletics, played eight years for the Athletics, also played for the White Sox, the Tigers, the Senators, the Braves. The Reds and the Red Sox in his career was a three-time All-Star, two-time World Series champion, two-time AL batting champ, made the Hall of Fame in 1953. Also, and probably the most important part of his candidacy here, was my grandfather's favorite player. How about that? Shout-out to Phil Seltzer. Phil Seltzer, a big Philadelphia A's fan back in the day, uh, and loved Al Simmons. He's a big Al Simmons guy. How about that? But Al Simmons, a... Uh, a great, great Aloysius Harry Simmons. Aloysius is a great name you don't hear enough of these days. But Al Simmons uh, obviously played uh, best years with Connie Mack in the Philadelphia Athletics. And again, won some titles, had some great seasons. Al Simmons needs to be mentioned. All right, now let's get on to the guys who are really competing for this left fielder Mount Rushmore. And again, as I said, it's, um, it's a smaller list than you would think. Some haymakers, some legit, legit, legit haymakers on this list. But a smaller list than you would think. All right, two uh, old school guys, or not old school, 40s, 50s type guys that we need to mention. Um, well, one one we need to mention from that time period, and um, I think that, as I'm sure you can guess, has a really, really good chance of being on our Mount Rushmore when the time comes. How about that Ted Williams? Ted Williams played... The vast, predominant majority of his games in left field, so clearly qualifies for this list. 21-year career, manager after that. A career 344 hitter with 521 home runs. Think about that. And this is a guy who missed four years in there, three years, to go to war. And yet still, 344 average, 521 home runs. Just a miraculous hitter many people believe at least from that time people who saw him play whatever the greatest pure hitter in the history of baseball i always grew up believing ted simmons the greatest pure hitter in the history of baseball and the numbers really just are are awe-inspiring 19-time all-star ted williams two-time american league mvp two-time triple crown winner how about this two-time al mvp in two separate years was the uh, Triple Crown winner. So he won the Triple Crown twice and didn't win the MVP either of those years. Think about that. That is crazy. Six-time batting champ, four-time home run leader. MLB record career 482 on-base percentage. Think about that. In his career, Ted Williams got on base 48% of the time he stepped up to the plate. That is miraculous. That is just unbelievable that is hard to believe um just uh one of the all-time greats again uh hall of famer in 1966 last player to bat over 400 in a season again lost a few years to the war and yet still found a way to hit 521 home runs back when that really mattered and again a 344 career hitter uh i think legitimately if you ask me and again it's it's 
you, know, you can only say who who you saw, right? You know, I can't really comment on players I didn't see play, um, but just as my understanding of baseball goes and everything I know, I think Ted Williams probably the best pure hitter to ever play the game. You know, we're just talking what 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 you can do with a bat and a ball. You know, what your skill set is. I think it's very likely that he is the greatest pure hitter in the history of baseball, legitimately. Um, really just an all-time, all-time, all-time hitter. Um, and really, um, I think is very likely, spoiler alert, to be on our Mount Rushmore when we get there and make our decisions at the end. Is For those who have not listened so far of the series, I try and really talk it out throughout the show and, and come to a conclusion of who will be on the Mount Rushmore at the end. I don't come in with too many preconceived notions. And also, it is based on legacy. It's based on titles. It's based on hardware. All that type of stuff. There's a lot of factors. They go into a Ted Williams, a very likely someone who will be there at the end. A couple names who won't be most likely, but are, are deserve mention. Ralph Kiner deserves to be mentioned. Hall of Famer, great player, 369 career home runs in a very short career. Only played nine years, and yet at 369 home runs in nine years. Think about that. That is just miraculous. One of the great power hitters of all time. Seven times. He led the National League in home runs seven times. Was a six-time All-Star, again, a Hall of Famer. Ralph Kiner, um, someone who will not make our Mount Rushmore most likely, but I, I think just deserves to be mentioned as a, really a, um, a great baseball player and a, a great hitter, a truly great hitter. Um, and, you know, deserves to be mentioned. Again, not going to make the list, but deserves to be mentioned. All right, moving forward a... A generation here as uh, we go forward a little bit. A guy who won't make the list but also deserves to be mentioned, an all-time great left fielder, that Billy Williams, a Hall of Famer. Billy Williams, a career 290 hitter, 426 home runs, played the vast majority of his career with the Chicago Cubs, a six-time All-Star, also won a batting title. Billy Williams, a really great player, a left fielder, um, deserves to be mentioned. Again, he's not going to win. Um, but uh, I think, you know, you want to mention, uh, for, for the sake of, uh, doing this right, you want to make sure you mention him. All right. Another guy, um, and, uh, this one's a tough one because, um, he played more games at first base. I mentioned him before, but from the, the Ted Williams era, he played more games at first base, but he, he played more games in the outfield than he did at first base. He just split them between left and right, but played his most games in left field. So, you know what? We're going to call him a left fielder for the purpose of this discussion, but it does have to ding him a little bit. But Stan the Man. Stan the Man Musial. Whenever your nickname is the man, it's pretty great. Musial, a 331 career hitter. 3,630 hits in his career along with 475 home runs. You ready for this? Stan Musial was a 24-time All-Star. I'll say it again. He was an all-star 24 times. I don't even know how that's possible. 24-time all-star. Won the World Series three times. Was the National League MVP three times. Seven-time batting champ. Sam Musial. I know we got some issues with position stuff, but Sam Musial, way too good to not be considered here. We almost had him on the first base, Mount Rushmore, but decided to hold him for the outfield. As, uh, you know, probably would have been on the Mount Rushmore first baseman if he had followed through there. He deserved it. Uh, instead, keeping him for the outfield. So, Sam the man, we're going to say left field. And we're going to roll with it and feel pretty good. And guess what? 
as a result, he's got a really good chance to make this team. So Stan the Man Musial, just an amazing, amazing player. And again, anytime your nickname is the man, you're usually pretty good. <laughs> Stan Musial, again, 24-time All-Star is legitimately hard to believe. Um, and floored in Flummoxed by that. All right, uh, next generation here, moving forward a little bit. Another Red Sox. And the other all-time Red Sox great for, for a long period of time. How about that Carl Yastrzemski? Yastrzemski also played the vast, 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 vast majority of his games in left field. So really qualified from that perspective. A 23-year career, 3,419 career hits for Carl Yastrzemski. 452 home runs, an 18-time All-Star. Not quite the 24 that Musial had, but an 18-time All-Star. AL MVP in 67, also won the Triple Crown that year, was a seven-time Gold Glover, a batting champ three-time, a home run leader one time. Uh, no doubt about it, Hall of Famer, Yastrzemski, just a, a brilliant career, someone who has a real chance to be on this list. Like, There's a good chance, and again, also someone who played his entire career in left field and was a good fielder as well, so that matters. Um, Got to mention him. Uh, Yastrzemski is certainly a real contender. I think right now, Ted Williams, Stan Musial, and... Probably Carl Yastrzemski, our, our three best contenders as we move along here. Uh, another option, someone who was mentioned at first base as well, but played more left field than first base. You might not think it, but Willie Sargent. Willie Stargell was a left fielder more than he was a first baseman. A 20-year career for Stargell, 475 career home runs, was a Hall of Famer. Um, a seven-time All-Star, two-time World Series champ, one-time MVP, one-time World Series MVP. Um, two-time NL home run leader, great career for Stargell. Um, again, played both first and left field, more left field than first. So that dings him a little bit, but just a, a great player, really, Stargell deserves to be mentioned. Now, here's another tough one, um, and he's not going to probably make the Mount Rushmore, though he probably deserves to be somewhere. Um, maybe at the end we'll do a Mount Rushmore of the, the positionless guys, the guys who played too many positions, but Pete Rose played a lot of left field in his career. Now, technically, he played more first base, so probably should have considered him on the first base list. That's on me. Um, but a 303 career, obviously a major league record, 4,256 career. It's, he just played a lot of outfield. He played a bunch of positions, but 17-time All-Star, three-time World Series champ, NL MVP in 73, World Series MVP in 75, a gold glover, a silver slugger, all the things. I mean, he had all the accolades. It's just, you know... He did the one thing you can't do, and thus um, has been removed from any of these types of discussions. But really, a truly great player um, who deserves to be mentioned. Um, probably won't end up on our Mount Rushmore here, but deserves to be mentioned. All right, now we, we move to the future. And there are two, no doubt about it, guys, but I'll get another one out of the way. A guy who just made the Hall of Fame was a great player and um, just can't be underrated and deserve to be mentioned. Tim Raines was a hell of a baseball player. 294 career hitter, 2,605 hits, seven-time All-Star three-time World Series champ, won a Silver Slugger, was a stolen base leader four times, just got into the Hall of Fame in 2017. Tim Raines will not be on our Mount Rushmore, but you have to mention him. He has to be discussed here, um, and I just don't want to forget about him and um, not mention him. He will not get on the list, but I want to mention him. Two guys who have a really good chance to get on the list. We'll get to the, let's just say it, a lock coming up in a sec, but I think this one might be a lock too is... How about that Ricky Henderson? Henderson played the vast majority of his games in left field, not even close. Um, a 24-year career, 3,055 hits, 297 home runs, a MLB record, 1,406 stolen bases. Ricky was a 10-time All-Star, two-time World Series champ, AL MVP in 90, ALCS MVP in 89, a gold glove winner, 12-time stolen base leader. 
He is Major League Baseball's all-time leader in stolen bases, runs scored, as well as career leadoff home runs and stolen bases in a single season with 138. No doubt about it. Surefire Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson. A very, 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 very good chance to be on this Mount Rushmore at the end here. Ricky Henderson, one of the greats of my lifetime and one of the all-time great baseball players and certainly changed the game in a lot of ways. All right, um, this next guy is just on it. He's going to make the Mount Rushmore, and I don't care about all the steroids and stuff. I, you know if you've heard me talk, I just don't care. But Barry Bonds is the greatest baseball player I've ever seen. There's just what it is. was a left fielder, played the vast majority of his career in left field, 762 career home runs, all-time leader, 2,935 hits, so close, 514 steals. He was a 14-time All-Star, seven-time NL MVP. Again, a seven-time MVP. Eight-time gold glove winner, 12-time silver slugger, a batting champ, a two-time batting champ, a two-time home run leader. Major League's record, all-time record holder in home runs. Home runs in a season with 73. Walks, 2,558 career walks. 609 base percentage in a single season is an all-time record. Yes, that is right. In one season, Barry Bonds got on base over 60 percent of the time he stepped to the plate it is the most miraculous thing i've ever heard in terms of a season for a baseball player and that's really this is a ready for this for a four-year run on base percentage 515 582 529 609 he had four straight years where he got on base more than 50 percent of the time and in each of those years his slugging percentages were 863 799 749 812 he had a four-year ops of 1379 1381 1278 and 1422 the best baseball player i've ever seen period hands down the greatest i've ever seen if you want to just have some fun go to his baseball reference page and just look at some of the seasons this guy put up and the just miraculous literally miraculous numbers again he won the mvp seven times think about that seven time nl mvp winner i mean that is just it's hard to process i mean it's so much better than everybody else Barry Bonds, spoiler alert, in a few minutes when we do the Mount Rushmore here, we'll be on it. One more name to mention after the Bonds era kind of you know, started while Bonds was still around, but um, played a lot of left and right, really almost an even split, so it's hard to choose which one to put him in, but we'll talk about him here. Manny Ramirez needs to be mentioned, 12-time All-Star, two-time World Series champ, World Series MVP, one of the great hitters of my lifetime that I've ever seen. Certainly one of the great right-handed hitters. 312 career average to go with 555 home runs. Obviously, the steroids issues as well and all that. But and probably won't get his face chiseled on the Mount Rushmore. But um, I do think that Manny Ramirez needs to be mentioned um, as one of the greats because he was. All right, it's time. Uh, we have to make a call. Four slots. And I think you know pretty clearly comes down to Ted Williams, Carl Yastrzemski, Stan Musial, Ricky Henderson, Barry Bonds. That, that's the group that I'm choosing between. Um, and Ted Williams is on. I think we all knew that coming in. As soon as we started talking about Ted Williams, we said, oh, Ted Williams is going to be on the list. And same with Barry Bonds. I think those two spots are locked in stone. And I think it's two of the best spots on any list that we've done so far. Those are two haymaker top five all-time players potentially, depending on how you judge those things. Uh, lock it in. So we have two more spots. I'm giving one of them to Ricky Henderson. I just am. Ricky Henderson, to me, a all-time, all-time, all-time great player. And played his entire career in left field for the most part. Did so many different things. The walks, the steals. Um, really the greatest leadoff hitter in the history of the game for, for on so many levels. 
Ricky Anderson is uh, is making my list. So we have Ted Williams, Barry Bonds, and Ricky Anderson. Now it comes down to two guys, Yastrzemski and Musial. Now, Yastrzemski played his entire career in left field. That's an edge for him. But ultimately, if we're going to be real, Stan Musial was a better player. Stan Musial had a better career, 24-time all-tar, you know, that 330-plus average. Um, I think you got to give it to Musial. I know that he played more games at first base, but he also played um, – he played more games in the outfield than he did at first base, and the most games he played in the in the outfield is left field. So you know what? This is my Mount Rushmore. I'm making the rules. I'm rolling with it. Maybe I bended the rules as we went along. Who knows? You know what? It's, I was about to say it's not set in stone, but it literally is because we're talking about Mount Rushmores. But I'm going to roll with it. I feel good. Sand the Man Musial deserves it. Our Mount Rushmore of left fielders set in stone, literally and figuratively. Ted Williams. Stan Musial, Barry Bonds, Ricky Anderson, come at me. That is about as good a group as you're going to find anywhere. That is haymakers right there. All right, tomorrow we will go on to center field, and then we'll round out the week with our right fielders as uh, we continue to creep our way. Then we'll do Major League Baseball in general, managers. We still have a lot of fun with this, and, um, and you know, just continue to try and provide some entertainment, some distraction during these tough, tough times. So until tomorrow, everyone, stay safe, stay healthy. Um, just do the best you can to, to try and get through these tough days, and, and we'll be back tomorrow to have a little more fun and try and provide a distraction and uh, have a little fun talking Mount Rushmore's and talking about the sport we love, which is baseball. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.